Hello, and welcome to this very special University of Brighton podcast, recorded at the summer 2019 graduation ceremonies. I'm Professor Deborah Humphreys, the university's vice-chancellor. It's my absolute privilege to present some of the highlights of this summer's graduation. The ceremonies have been a festive feel, celebrating the success of our diverse, talented and amazing students. These ceremonies are really the highlight of the university calendar. Over 4,000 students with friends, families and supporters have come together at the Brighton Centre from all parts of the UK and over 100 countries. Their ages have ranged between 19 to 73. We're going to be hearing from our students, the academics who've been teaching them, their parents, the recipients of our honorary awards. But we're going to start with how the ceremonies come together and some of the work of the amazing team behind the scenes. I'm Alan Meggs. I'm the technical voice of God for the graduation ceremonies. And that is that I deal with the light, sound, audiovisual, camera angles, that sort of stuff, of what goes on for every graduation ceremony. So if anything goes wrong, like the lights don't come on or the platform party don't arrive on time, it's my fault. It's strange because it looks very simple and it feels very simple, but it's, if you get it wrong, you get it wrong. You'll always see me dancing up the back there because it's that where you can, can relax and think, yeah, that's done it. So I'll have a little dance along with what's going on as well. Yeah, there is, there is that sense of, yeah, I've, I've, made, I've made it happen and, you know, and I've made a lot of people happy for it. I'm also a postgrad MA creative writing student. The thought of actually being down there next year, graduating, it's amazing. I'm really looking forward to that one. Mm. Apart from the fact they're all asking me if I can call the ceremony as well as graduate. That's not going to (laughs) happen. I'm Jo Corbett and I work in academic services and my team here run all the student stewarding and guest side of the ceremonies. The organisation of the ceremonies is a huge operation. We start planning the summer ceremonies back in February. Invites to our students who we are expecting to graduate go out in March, so it's quite an early start. We've got nearly 4,000 students graduating this week, so to make sure every single one gets on stage at the right time, gets the right certificate, sitting in the right place going up the ramp at the right time is a huge undertaking and involves lots of people. You can't see many of those people, they're very uh, hidden behind the scenes, but it makes it all work like clockwork and we have a brilliant team making sure uh, that all that happens without any hitches. Hi Mike from Central Media Services. We're here to film and live stream the graduation ceremonies. We have got six cameras, we've laid over a kilometre of cable Um, We're recording, we're live streaming as we say, Uh, it's going to be an amazing show. I'm Gemma Lee. I'm Dominic Onions. And we work in... Sport Brighton. We're here today making sure that all the graduates know where they're going. And I'm also graduating this Friday. Just pleased to get it out of the way and celebrate the day with friends and family, really. Yeah, looking forward to it. My name's David Soans. I'm working on the registration desk this week. Uh, we're here with the first point of call for students. We see their faces first. Uh, we get them registered here, get their guest passes to them, and, and then send them to the graduation. I think it's nice because you kind of see the full circle, really. You see the students going through all their studies. We support them in the role that I do at university. Um, and then you kind of see the full circle, kind of see them getting their graduation here and getting really what they're, they're here to do. If you haven't been to one of our ceremonies before, it's a treat. Emotion and pride. It's completely on show, from the students themselves, their families and friends, their teachers and our staff. 
So we thought we'd ask our students what really stands out for them when it comes to what they'll take away from their experience at the University of Brighton. I'm Kieran Barron and I've just graduated from the Rehabilitation Science course, the MSc Physio course. Flexibility. The way we've been trained is that whenever any patient comes in your door, it doesn't matter how weird or how much they throw you, you're, you're a graduate, you don't know everything. And we were trained that, to think through it and at least you do something basic and then you can keep building from there. So. You can handle anything that comes your way because you know how to do the basics really well and be adaptable, and I think that's very important. My name's Lauren. I've just graduated as an adult nurse. And my name's Erica, and I am the adult field lead and senior lecturer in the adult nursing course. Independence and confidence in myself. So I think that's something that I lacked before I came to uni. And then uni is very much, not just academically, just like by living by yourself, going around everywhere by yourself, making new friends, learning everything as well. So although there's lots of support, you're, you're doing it on your own, which is a lot different, I thought, to A-levels and stuff, but it was really good. And from the academic side, how does it feel to see to be here and see your students? Oh, graduate? that's why we come to graduation. It's an, it's an accumulation of their achievement. And it's just great to be able to celebrate with them because they work hard. The nursing degree is probably one of the hardest degrees because of the practice and the theory and all of that. So it's just great to be able to celebrate with them. Joshua Curtis, Interior Architecture, Bachelor of the Arts. The uh, sociability factor, getting to meet new people, uh, the skills you learn uh, on the course and how that sort of uh, can fade into workplace and I think that's the most important thing about uh, being an alumni coming back into university as well yeah Daisy Craven and I've just graduated primary education 5 to 11 with QTS just to never give up um, and that there will always be people to support you no matter what to help you achieve your goal Dr Hilary Morris, subject lead for history, school of education. And how does it feel for you then to see all your students here graduating? It's the reason why this is the best job in the world and Brighton is one of the best universities. We are one of the top in the country, so look at the quality we produce. It's absolutely wonderful. It's a privilege. Daisy's mum and we're, of course we're extremely proud of her. We live in Northern Ireland so it's a long way for Daisy to come and she's had to cope on her own and she's done really well with this lady's support. I'm Daisy's dad and I couldn't add anything to that. We're very immensely proud of Daisy after all she's gone through to achieve this result which is great and University of Brighton has been superb in supporting her. Emma Henry, primary education. Bradley Coffey, primary education. Probably just the ability to be a teacher and yeah just being really prepared for my my new job and being able to help children for me it's just to have the confidence to walk into a classroom with a group of kids that you don't know and just teach them and actually make a difference i'm bradley's father and extremely proud to be here today uh, in brighton it was always his goal uh, uh, to come down here uh, and at university uh, and it's great, absolutely chuffed to bits. Holly Coulson, I've just done a politics degree. Christina Weymer and I graduated from politics. Zoe McGee, I just did a politics degree. My mind has opened so much to so many new viewpoints and so many new kind of experiences, and I think that's what university is all about. One thing I would say is definitely communicate a lot of your lecturers, they're there to help you and use all the resources that are available there. You're paying nine grand, use everything that's available. I think the biggest thing I took from my course is my friends and the inspiration that they were to me the whole way through uni. I would have done it without. <laughs>
As ever, we're delighted to have the chance to recognise the exemplary work of individuals outside of our university. Many of our recipients of this year's Honorary Academic Awards are actually graduates of ours. On the first morning, we welcomed Munro Bergdorf, a graduate here, a model, transgender activist and LGBT campaigner who gave an extremely powerful speech and paid tribute to one of her former lecturers. I honestly never thought that this would or could ever happen. I, <laughs> I'm just really lost for words and I'm sure that I'll, you know, have a little cry later and um, it'll all be processed. But right now I'm just really thankful to be able to share today with the graduates. University of Brighton is where I found myself. It allowed me the space to understand who I am as a person and um, where I want to go. It also made me realise that there are people in academia that want you to win. Um, even though it can seem, especially when you're going through other things, quite secondary sometimes. Um, you know, when you're, when you're going through something it's like a gender crisis um, or an identity crisis or a sexuality crisis um, internally, when I say crisis I mean internally, um, it can be quite difficult to apply yourself in an academic setting but Brighton just made me realise the importance of good teachers. It's a really special day. I had quite a rocky time when I was studying here um, in 2005 to 2008 and um, I had a quite a severe eating disorder and, um, and really severe depression and my lecturer Jess Moriarty um, helped me get through that period of time so my speech was really about the importance of kindness and you know investing um, your compassion in people because you never know who would need your help and you never know when you would need to have yourself. Jess Moriarty and I'm principal lecturer in the School of Humanities. I'm completely blown away. I mean, she, it's such a, a generous and kind thing that she did to, to say those amazing words about me. Um, and she was an extraordinary student as well. You know, although she, she did have a difficult time, the way she, that she dealt with the challenges that she faced, her creativity, her innovation, her ability to take on kind of difficult subjects and challenge them, you know, the, the, the way that she's dealt with the haranguing she's received in the, in, the, in, in the media as well, it's just extraordinary. And actually, um, I've started referencing Monroe in some of my research as well. So, so she is a huge inspiration to me and, and she was the perfect choice for honorary doctorate today because I'm sure she's going to inspire loads of our graduates too. I think you know in, in many ways this is this is the kind of the celebration of what it's all about you know today is all about the students and and the journeys that they've been on and the hard work that they've put in and 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 for a lot of those students it's it's it is about the emotional journey and the personal journey as well and the things that they've had to deal with and the things that they've had to come and realize and accept about themselves as well um, so yeah so to be a tiny part of that is is extraordinary. We'll hear more from some of our ONU graduates a little later but for now let's hear from our students their families and friends and tutors. We caught up with some of them celebrating after the ceremonies. Amy George, uh, Politics, Philosophy and Ethics. And I'm John Watson and I was Amy's project supervisor for a dissertation but I also taught her course. Surreal, it was a quick three years um, and the last year was intense but paid off so that's what matters. It's brilliant, it's fantastic. I'm so proud, I'm so proud of all of them. I'm trying to track them all down today before they all run off and start drinking too much. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's fantastic. Um, yeah, very proud. My name is Moin Oluwa, Gabriel Oluwale Scott, and I just graduated in paramedic practice, BSc. To be honest, for a lot of the guys, I am. Um 
I studied alongside um, and the lectures that we had, uh, especially for myself because I now actually work in London. So, um, yeah, not around a lot of the guys, but it's been great learning all together and everyone seeing everyone develop over the past three years. And, uh, yeah, that was actually a good time. <laughs> no, I just enjoyed all of it. <laughs> Don't think I could pick out a particular one. But, uh, yeah, a lot of good memories and a lot of good times. So, yeah. My name is James Blackford and I did the MSc in Viticulture and Enology. I think it's that academic challenge every day, you know, always learning something new. Um, I find a good way to apply that. Okay, and if you were to take one skill, or it doesn't even have to be an academic skill, uh, with you going forward, what do you think it would be? Uh, probably people skills, learning how to work as a team, uh, learning how to work with yourself more than anything, and communicating what you know to others and help you work towards that common goal using it. I'm his girlfriend. Uh, we met her in, in our undergraduate degree at the University of Reading. Very, very proud um, because obviously viticulture is not something that's studied very much. So um, to have him walk across the stage with the masters in it is always quite impressive. So very, very proud of him. My name is Shaili Pandya. I'm graduating with Masters of Science in Physiotherapy. It's really amazing. It's really an awesome opportunity for me to graduate here from, from well-known University of Brighton. It's all about confidence and getting skills. Um, uh, stepping into a real world. I'm Shelly's mom, very proud of my daughter and she's been graduating from well-known University of University of Brighton. I'm very happy today. Dr Kevin White, I'm a principal lecturer in School Environment and Technology, teaching things like air quality, remote sensing, JS and topics like that. My name's Edward Pumphrey, I just graduated with an upper second class degree. T1 with a MBSC geography and Kevin was my lecturer in third year for urban air pollution management and hopefully he will be my also my head researcher in my master's degree with uh, atmospheric science in my MSc. Kevin was the one who inspired me to do it. Really proud of him. He's been a great student. I'm really looking forward to working with him next year as well. And how does it make you feel in general then seeing all your students here? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Incredibly proud. I can see how hard they've all worked you know, throughout the year. You know, especially Eddie's done a great job. Um, got a great degree worked really hard. been an absolute pleasure to teach. I'm Olivia Perrin and I did a PGC primary education course. If I hadn't have done the course I probably wouldn't be where I am today but it was fabulous to do and everything that they taught me is valuable and I enjoyed every second of it. I'm Caden James, I'm brother-in-law to Olivia Perrin. I actually did my PGC of primary education three to seven years last year. It was a brilliant experience, difficult at times because uh, You've got to go through so many ordeals trying to understand different processes and just utilise the people you've got around you. Olivia's definitely done a fantastic job this year, utilised whoever she needs, got a fantastic support system. <laughs> and I would say to any student, always ask for support, even if you're worried about anything, just keep asking. I'm the mother of Olivia and we are so, so proud of her. <laughs> Wonderful. I'm grandpa to Olivia. Apple of an eye, as ever. You know, isn't she quite a pretty girl, really, isn't she? Really pretty smile she has, you know. Happy day. It's lovely. I've enjoyed every, every moment and a glass of wine on top. I'm Neil Burnside. I'm a, a reader in the School of Environment. This is uh, Chloe, one of our graduates. He's graduated today. Fantastic student. Uh, I, I, taught, I had the good fortune of teaching her GIS, which she excelled at in many ways, didn't you, Chloe? Absolutely. Does that match up with your account? Uh, yeah, it's completely all my work, but obviously Neil helped me a lot, and the encouragement was definitely there, but yeah, absolutely. And how does it feel for you then to see all your students graduate oh, it's today? fantastic. It's, it's one of the reasons we, we come to this event, is to see how well they do. As I mentioned before, our students have come from all over the world to study here at the University of Brighton. 
we caught up with one PhD student who came all the way from Mauritius. I am Mahen Ganga Parsad from Mauritius. I just completed my professional doctorate in education and my tutor has been Professor David Stephens, an excellent tutor who has helped me thoroughly. Without his support, I don't think it would have been possible. And uh, this uh, professional doctorate has helped me to learn about the nitty-gritty about research and so on. And under the able guidance of Professor David Stevens and I. And if there was kind of one main key takeaway or skill that you'll take from your time studying at the University of Brighton, what would you say it would be? I think it would be perseverance and dedication in the work. And uh, definitely you should never give up because there are moments where you are down and these are the moments where your dear ones, your family members and your tutor, they come very handy and they help you and they lift you up and they put you on their shoulders so that you can reach the heights. And I'm right in saying you're the first person to graduate with a doctorate from Mauritius. How does that feel? Now, uh, at the beginning I didn't think I would be the first one to leave uh, the cohort because I thought my colleagues would... uh, are better able than me but with God's grace and proper support here I am and I wish my friends all the best and soon they also they would make it and how's it been for you then supervising this well it's been it's been marvelous actually I mean I I believe you have to be honest with your with your students and say look it's not going well and then you congratulate them when it is going well so it's a matter of building up a really good relationship because it's a number of years and particularly my hand has uh, been working as a head teacher a rector in and so it, you've got to pick them up you have to be you have to communicate well i mean i've been living abroad for some of the time so we've been doing it by skype but it's a it's a, a success of the program the mi mauritius institute of education school of education has developed a master's and doctoral program and he's the first so we have master students, we have doctorates coming along. So it's a, it's congratulations to the School of Education and my colleagues, Mark Price particularly, who's running the program now, uh, that we've managed to strengthen this institutional link. So we represent, in a way, the personal, academic aspect of it. But there is a, a strong relationship now between Mauritius Institute of Education and the School of Education. But it's his day. It's his lovely wife's day. And they, he, he deserves it. Getting a doctorate is not easy, to be honest, whatever the subject. And he, determination, perseverance, willing to listen to people like me saying, sorry, you can't do it like that. No, you can't do it like that. Because you have to really lift somebody up, but also because he's joining a community of doctoral scholars now around the world. And I hope he will supervise students. And maybe I can be some sort of role model to how you how you take somebody along a, a journey. I'm, I'm very proud of my husband. I hope he will do well in, in the future. Back to our honorary graduates. And on Thursday, Becca Bland was honoured. Becca, another graduate of ours, has gone on to start the charity Stand Alone. She set this up to help people of all ages who have been estranged or disowned from their families and key family members. Becca delivered an emotional, personal speech to our graduating students and guests. Vice-Chancellor, Chair, distinguished guests, graduates, families and friends. 
Over the last seven years, I've been writing, talking, and giving presentations about young people without family behind them as they move through higher education. At the heart of campaigning is educating, yet it's the type of education that takes place in non-traditional settings, such as the offices of the student loans company or over a coffee at an MSP's office. In any meeting, there is always one key fact that you want somebody to understand. And there's often something that, in the back of your mind, you want from them in response. I want to take you back today to one of the most important meetings that I've had in my career, and that was right here at the University of Brighton when I was an undergraduate. My family relationships were very weak, and I didn't have those strong, loving parents behind me, the type of which may be here sitting proudly today. It had been an ugly struggle to get my parents' income details on my student loan form, and for the duration of my undergraduate course, we barely communicated. I didn't once go home, not even for Christmas. In my first year, like many students at the end of term, I was broke. I was stretching my student loan over 12 months when it was meant for nine. My overdraft had already been extended several times that term, with stern-looking warnings from staff at the bank saying that this really was the limit. My living arrangements were somewhat quirky, I had a room in a house with two teachers in training, a drug-dealing landlord and his new Colombian wife. The lack of a parental guarantor meant that I could only rent rooms in eclectic shared houses, often without other students. I had no tenancy agreement and no rights to speak of. On the advice of my tutor, I approached student support around my financial concerns at the end of term. A meeting was arranged and I trotted up to Moolscombe campus to tell a kind-looking lady about how I couldn't pay my rent. I was already with well-organised bank statements and very well-articulated assurances of how I would pay them back after working full-time over summer. But then they asked me the dreaded question, but what about your family? Can't they help? I don't have a good relationship with my parents, was all I could say. They aren't interested. She frowned in response. So were you in care, she asked. I was absolutely desperate not to tell this kind lady the bigger truths about the history of abuse and neglect that I had suffered, which had been fumbled by my school and social services. The only reason I was on two feet was because of the informal kinship care that I had received from my grandma. I was begging in the back of my mind that she would not ask why, and she would not just give me the bridging loan. I remember shaking with nerves as she disappeared behind a screen to make the decision. I felt so much shame. Gratefully, I did get that bridging loan, and that relatively small piece of financial support changed my student experience here considerably. It helped me avoid informal homelessness and sofa surfing that summer, and allowed me stability to get myself into a better position. I made friends who have been like family to me, some of whom, I'm grateful to say, are sat here today, 12 years later. When I founded Standalone, I knew that students in my position faced immense challenges. I knew, too, that my case was by no means the most extreme. It's been personally rewarding to see policymakers, financial institutions and universities respond so positively to our calls to recognise estranged students. It has been important that the sector has begun to understand that not all students come to university with a parent or corporate parent behind them. So looking forward now, estranged young people are supported by half of all UK universities, and we have 72 letters from vice-chancellors like Deborah in support of this hidden group. 
They are a key group for supporting national policy initiatives in England and Scotland. Around £3.5 million has been committed in bursaries specifically for Australian students at these institutions on an annual basis. And I'm really proud to say that Brighton was one of the first institutions to come on board. But campaigners like me will always tell you that there's more work to be done. And housing will always be precarious for those students without a guarantor. And it's our ambition to see that change nationally. I've never spoken in detail about my own journey through university publicly until today, but I'm grateful to the multitude of estranged student campaigners across the UK who've stood up and bravely told the world what it's like to lack family support whilst at university. And I'm grateful for people like Deborah who've had that, really taken the time to listen. So I do have an ask for you today, as all campaigners do for the audience. I'd like you to recognise that there are probably estranged students who have walked on this stage and who will walk on this stage, who have had similar struggles to those that I've described in my journey. I would like you to direct your warmth, admiration and applause to them, as well as your own friends and family today. Please keep those brave young people in your minds. For any estranged students in the audience, please know that we do see you and that we do understand how much you've achieved, and we're really proud of you. Thank you very much. On the final day, we welcomed Ghanaian artist and activist, Serge Atukwe Kaluti. Very special because it's my first doctorate award, and as an artist, I've, I've, I've never been to uni, and now I'm here to be receiving honorary doctorate of art, which is it's amazing, yeah. I've been engaged in academia recently, with especially University of Art and um, Brighton. I was here for a workshop and a presentation, and I think that enhanced my career and my profession as an artist, going back to Ghana to share whatever happens. I think that what I would say is that it's a moment of, of hard work, where you acknowledge what you've been working on for a long time, and for them to be bold enough to go work hard and achieve their dreams, because everything is possible. My name is Dame Marianne Griffiths and I received today an honorary doctorate of science. Of course I'm so thrilled and privileged to accept the honour, but it's not just about me, it's about all the staff that I work with every day who are just amazing in the NHS. Somebody gave me this good advice a long time ago and one was about be yourself, don't try and be somebody else, because if you do you won't be authentic and people can smell that a mile away, so be yourself. Have courage. There are times when you need courage in your role because you may have to defend something, you may have to address an issue, and it can be scary, but always have courage, and your own beliefs are so important to your own integrity and your self-esteem. The other issue is take risks. Sometimes we're all frightened about taking a risk and doing something different, and just go with it. Take, you always make one big jump, just fly. But the most important thing that I was taught was about be kind. Not just be kind to others, but be kind to yourself. Because life will, you will stumble in life. Things don't go always smoothly. You will fall. You have to trust in yourself and trust in others. They'll help pick you up and you'll be resilient enough to move forward. And I think those pieces of advice have stuck with me ever since they were given to me and have proved true throughout my whole 40 years working in the NHS. Congratulations as well to fellow honorary graduates, Professor Martin Davis, Phoebe Cummings, Benita Maha and Roger Cowdery, who received the university's Alumnus of the Year Award. We've nearly come to the end of our little roundup of summer graduation 2019. It's really just a snapshot of an extremely emotional and proud week 
And as our students come to the end of their journey here at the University of Brighton, we thought it would be a good idea to find out what they'll miss about their time here. I'm Rosanna. Um, I just graduated in architecture. I'm feeling pretty good about it, very proud of myself. I'm really going to miss Brighton and the city and our studio. It's been really good. I'm Kayleigh Turnbull. Charlotte Lover Ells. Holly Guile. Hi, friends. <laughs> uh, yeah, my friends and the social part of it. And the lovely lecturers. Well, the lovely lecturers. Yes. <laughs> Probably um, the societies and friends from there. I'm Sarah and I'm graduating from BA Humanities. Probably the people, the teachers, kind of like the environment that you're in is always really great. Like it's always fun and everyone's always encouraging each other. It's great. Oliver Addison Yates studying and graduating in Humanities. Oh man, I completely agree with that. Yeah, it's having fun with your friends. Um, obviously arguing with my, my colleagues, that's, a, that's good fun. Especially when you're always right. My name is Mohamed Abbar Zenchi, I just graduated biomedical science. Hi there, my name is uh, Thani Mia, and I've also like, graduated biomedical science. I think it's the network that we've built. Friendship, even lecturers, I'll miss them all. And I'll miss him. <laughs> Matteo, Matteo Ferreza, and I just graduated in War, Terror and Democracy. My name is Tamara Caria, I'm Swiss, and I just graduated in War, Terror and Democracy as well. My name is Martin, and I've just graduated in Humanities. I think I'll really miss learning a new topic every week. Like every week, we've uh, for the past three years, we've been learning so many new things it's just been amazing and i've also met my girlfriend here so i'm living all of that in here i will miss the nice people i met here uh, the seagulls but i won't miss reading too much the people the friends and uh, uh, acquaintances i made over the past three years but also the place brighton is just a nice place to be i'm clara Caladine. i've graduated from ba architecture what I miss most, what I'm going to miss most about graduating uh, is probably the people that I've met, the amazing city and definitely the tutors on my course, which has been really great fun. That's it from the University of Brighton graduation ceremonies. A little window into an absolutely incredible week. Congratulations to all our students. We're deeply proud of you all. You'll be successful because you are capable, resilient, brilliant and you make our university what it is. My huge thanks to all my staff who've been there behind the scenes making the whole event such a success. Thank you.